A reading from the second book of Maccabees. It happened that seven brothers with their mother were arrested and tortured with whips and scourges by the king to force them to eat pork in violation of God's law. One of the brothers, speaking for the others, said, what do you expect to achieve by questioning us? We are ready to die rather than transgress the laws of our ancestors. At the point of death, he said, you accursed fiend, you are depriving us of this present life, but the king of the world will raise us up to live again forever. It is for his laws that we are dying. After him, the third suffered their cruel sport. He put out his tongue at once when told to do so and bravely held out his hands as he spoke these noble words. It was from heaven that I received these. For the sake of his laws, I disdain them. From him, I hope to receive them again. Even the king and his attendants marveled at the young man's courage because he regarded his sufferings as nothing. After he had died, they tortured and maltreated the fourth brother in the same way. When he was near death, he said, it is my choice to die at the hands of men with the hope God gives of giving, being raised up by him. But for you, there will be no resurrection to life. The word of the Lord. have been steadfast in your paths. My fates have not faltered. 
call upon you, for you will answer me, O God. Incline your ear to me, hear my word. Lord, when my glory appears, my joy. As the apple of your eye, hide me in the shadow of your wings. But I and justice shall behold your face. On waking, I shall be content in your presence. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. Brothers and sisters, may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who has loved us and given us everlasting encouragement and good hope through his grace, encourage your hearts and strengthen them in every good deed and word. Finally, brothers and sisters, pray for us so that the word of the Lord may speed forward and be glorified as it did among you, and that we may be delivered from perverse and wicked people, for not all have faith. But the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. We are confident of you in the Lord that what we instruct you, you are doing and will continue to do. May the Lord direct your hearts to the love of God and to the endurance of Christ. The word of the Lord. Christ is the first one of the 
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Some Sadducees, those who deny that there is a resurrection, came forward and put this question to Jesus, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote for us, if someone's brother dies, leaving a wife but no child, his brother must take the wife and raise up descendants for his brother. Now, there were seven brothers. The first married a woman but died childless. Then the second and the third married her. And likewise, all the seven died childless. Finally, the woman also died. Now, at the resurrection, whose wife will that woman be? For all seven had been married to her. Jesus said to them, The children of this age marry and remarry, but those who are deemed worthy to attain the coming age and to the resurrection of the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage. They can no longer die, for they are like angels, and they are the children of God, because they are the ones who will rise. That the dead will rise, even Moses made known in the passage about the bush, when he called out, Lord, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And he is not God of the dead, but of the living. For to him all are alive. The Gospel of the Lord. Beloved in Christ, we are most grateful to God once again for gathering all of us together this morning to come to him to render him our praise and our thanksgiving for all the blessings that he continue every day to bestow upon us. This morning, something happened to me when I woke up, I was not quite sure if I was up too early or too late <laughs> because of the change in time. And I nearly came for the first mass at eight late. I went inside and I was just checking my watch again if I was right there on time. I know it might have happened to some of you if you woke up too early or too late. We are 
two weeks away to the end of the liturgical year. We are bringing the church's year to a close. <coughs> when one chapter closes, another chapter opens. When one life comes to an end, a new one begins. And so in the next couple of weeks, we are going to begin a new church year. As we bring the year to a close, the church reminds all of us today of the importance of hope anchored on Christ and on our resurrection in Christ. The church reminds all of us once again that if we valiantly persevere the temptations, the hardships, and the persecutions in this present life, we would achieve the promise of Christ in the near future. Therefore, the church bids all of us to rejoice greatly in the glory of Christ, promise us in the glorious future of Christ, promise us that one day all of us will be filled with the glorious vision of God. Dear people of God, what keeps us going as Christians? What keeps us going as Catholics? What keeps us going as believers? Every day is that one day our life will be better. It is the hope that one day all of us shall see God face to face. It is the hope that the fullness of life does not reside in this present life, but in the eternal kingdom of God. So the church defines hope as that theological virtue which helps us to desire the kingdom of God and eternal life as our happiness, trusting in the promise of Christ, relying not on our own strength, but on the grace poured upon us by the Holy Spirit. Dear people of God, the first reading today can be summed up in a simple Latin adage which says, tolerandum et operandum. We must endure and hope. We must endure and hope. The story of the seven brothers today is a typical example of how faith keeps us going no matter what. 
What lies within the story is not just the mere eating of pork, which is just a dietary law. It is not just eating of pork. Otherwise, somebody would say, pork is nothing. It is just food. You eat and off it goes. But what was at stake was obedience to the laws of God, obedience to the commandments of God, vis-a-vis -vis obedience to the orders of the world. It borders on the real identity of the people of God. It borders on the values of the people of God as against the values of the world. Faced with the values of the world and the values of God, the seven brothers chose death over life. They stood for God. They stood for their faith. They could not be scared by death. Their hope in the resurrection promised them by God kept them going, and they never gave up their faith. They stood for God. They stood for their values. They stood for their faith, and they were ready even to die for their faith. Dear people of God, our faith may be challenged in our world today. The values that we hold as a people, the values that we hold as Catholics may be challenged by the world. Sometimes we may feel so inferior. Sometimes we feel so afraid to talk about our faith. But at that point, what are we going to do? Are we going to stand for God? Are we going to stand by our faith? Are we going to hold on to our faith, never giving up? In the next couple of days, we are going to decide on our values, on our faith. Where do we stand? Are we going to stand for God? Are we going to stand for our faith? Are we going to stand for the church? We are giving the example of the brothers and their mother who stood for their faith no matter what and never gave up. Dear people of God, there are many times in our life that we are going to suffer. We may be hated. We will go through difficult moments, emotional stress. Our values in life may be challenged. Sometimes we may want to give up hope. When we feel that it is, so, it is unbearable for us, we may be challenged. The storms will be high. Sometimes we may, know, we, we may not know what even to do. We, we may feel so empty, not even feel any attachment to the church. But then, don't let us ever give up on hope. Our hope in God, our hope in the resurrection of Christ, our hope in the promise made by us by God should keep us moving, should keep us going, that no matter what life offers us, we will stand and never give up. Please don't give up. Keep on fighting for what is yours. Keep on fighting for God. Keep on fighting for your souls. In our second reading, St. Paul prayed for us. May God grant you comfort and hope 
to strengthen you in every good deed and word. The Lord who has called you is faithful. He will keep his promises. Hold on to your faith, never giving up in the face of trials, tribulations, and suffering, knowing that all our toils, all our struggles will never, ever be in vain. At that time, when St. Paul said this beautiful prayer, the people were going through difficult moments in their lives. They were being persecuted for their faith, and they were just praying for the imminent coming of Christ. It was at that point that St. Paul wrote to encourage them to hold on to their faith, never giving up, trusting in the promise made to the Lord, made to them by the Lord. In our gospel reading, the question of hope in the resurrection of Christ also comes up again. The Sadducees went to Jesus just to trap him, just to put forward their ideologies. For them, life is all that we have here in this world. There is nothing beyond this world. Eat, drink, tomorrow you die. That is for the Sadducees. They never believed anything beyond this physical world. And so they went to Jesus to challenge that faith in the life after. And Jesus proved them wrong and told them, life is not all that we see today. There is far more to life than we can perceive. The human person is not made only of body. We are made also of soul. And our souls will never rest until they rest in God. At the end, marriage and procreation are just for this world because we die. But in the life to come, where we are not going to see any more death, there is no marriage, there is no procreation. The one thing that continues is love. And therefore, all of us must persevere in our love for God and our neighbor. Dear people of God, the one who has called us is faithful. The one who has called us is faithful. He will keep to his promises. He does not fail. Your own life is a testimony of God's goodness. Sometimes, when we begin to think less of ourselves, when we begin to doubt ourselves, when we begin to go into self-pity, thinking that nobody cares for us, thinking that all hope is lost, thinking that we are nothing, just pause for a moment, look back, where have you come from, and see your life, and you will see the hand of God in your life. Don't give up. You have all that it takes to make it to heaven. You have all that it takes to make it in life. God has blessed you enough. We are not alone in our life struggle. God is with us. He has promised to be with us, yes, till the end of the age. 
God is with us. Jesus with us. The angels are with us. The saints are with us. Our mother Mary prays for us and intercedes for us always. What at all could separate us from the love of God? May we ever, ever stand for our faith and worship God in convenience and out of convenience. Let us strive every day to pray for the grace to worship God faithfully in convenience and out of convenience, even if it might cost our life. Don't give up. We have an example to follow. The saints died for their faith. The seven brothers died for their faith. Their mother died for their faith. We too, let us hold on to our faith. At the end of our lives, may we be bold enough to say with St. Paul that we have fought the good fight. We have kept the faith. We have run the race. What awaits us is the crown of salvation promised to us by God. Our God never fails, and he will never, ever fail you. Keep on trusting God. His mercy is as gentle as silence. We pray that in the coming week, all of us may experience the love of God. May God bless us and bless us in the coming week. Amen.